When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantel Fiducci and Pete. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hello Chantel. Hi Grania. I said that in such a creepy way. You really did. I was like, Halloween's over babes, give me a chance. No, I like it. I I feel like I said that, like, you you finally made it to the castle and you opened up the door. (laughs) It did. It's like the final scene in a video game. (laughs) I got that. I beat the big boss. And at the end, I get to meet Gronje. (laughs) How how are you doing? I'm doing real. I mean, we're keeping it. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it like that. That's the yeah. that's the that's the opening this week. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm very excited because apparently a pal of the podcast, <gasps> Lil Lassie called Sure, has got herself a boyfriend. Patron saint of the podcast, Share is she's coupled up. She's cuffed. It's oh. cuffing season, as you know. You know what cuffing season is, don't you? Grind it. All the kids call it cuffing season. Are you aware of this? I'm not totally chooky. Of course I am. You were just you were just asking us for some phrases for that the young and kids might know. Cuffing season is this time of year when it's getting cold outside. The nights are drying in and you don't want to be necessarily going out on a single night out trying to find someone. You want to stay in and get cozy. So you want to get cuffed up with someone. You want to get in a relationship at least Aww. until next summer. So it's cuffing season and Cher knows that. And she's coupled up with, um, with what's his name? Alexander, Ed- Alexander Edwards. So tell me about this young gentleman. Is he good enough for our little sure? In a word, no. <laughs> he is not. I mean, frankly, I would say that to pretty much anyone. No one's really good enough for Cher, let's be honest. No one human, at least. But he hasn't got a particularly great track record. Um, his most notable relationship that I think most people will know of is with Amber Rose. Big fan of Amber Rose here. And um, they share a child together and he cheated on her several times and also kind of made it clear, like, he was very honest about it. I will give him that. And he basically said, I can't be monogamous, essentially, if I'm in a relationship there's no real way I'm going to stick with one woman and Amber just couldn't live like that. So fair enough, she moved on. He does seem, I will say, when I've heard him interviewed, he seems like quite a nice guy. But just in terms of a boyfriend material, he doesn't seem top notch. That said, perhaps Cher just wants a laugh. Bit of fun. Perhaps she just wants a hard body next to her on a bed. You know what I mean? In which case, I think Cher probably knows what she's doing. So she might be like, don't worry about it, baby. Cheat me all you want. You know, she might be totally cool with it. 
I think you're missing out the real winner in this scenario. Somewhere in this world right now, there is a child with Amber Rose as their mother. And sure as their future stepmother but yeah i mean that is a hell of a world to be living in (laughs) you're right that child is incredibly lucky (laughs) what do you think about asking our guests for uh their their ideas for her partner being that she presently has one well let's see how it goes we always have judy dench in her back pocket she's still single so we can always sort out her love life i think what we've been doing is we've been putting the idea of sure shouldn't be single into the universe Mm -hmm. and the universe has picked up our messages and now she's got a boyfriend so i think we're more powerful than we realize i think you're right and if we keep going we might get her with stanley tucci which seems to be the number one response (laughs) forget about finding italy find sure stanley that's what i'm saying (laughs) well speaking of sweethearts uh we've got one as our guest this week, she is just incredible. She is a bloody stand-up legend, incredible comedy writer, and a brilliant actress. It is the fantastic Sarah Kendall. The way they were. The incredible Sarah Kendall. Thank you so much for being Hello. on our podcast. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. And um, thanks for putting up with my, my incredible technical aptitude uh, with the it microphone. Was- Thank you. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, we yeah. love the chase. We love the chase. I know. And we all thought she can't do this. I was losing confidence. You were losing confidence. And then I just sailed in and I made it work. So <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. We're a very romantic podcast. We're about love. Yes. We yes. love love. Are you a romantic? Do you consider yourself a romantic person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chronically so. Uh, I love love more than love. if if you know what I mean like the loving of love for me is the act is the exciting bit I think anyone who watches films the whole thing just becomes everything is filmic in my head so I I can't sort of detach a moment for oh god this is so filmic (laughs) um yeah so yes I I would definitely regard myself as a a hopeless romantic old even so oh good we get so many guests I'm not romantic at all actually it's fun to have a nice proper romantic that's what I want to hear I like it and it's also, I think it doesn't actually line up with the person I am in reality. I, I think most of my friends would absolutely go, no, no, no she, she's not. I feel like that might actually be a slightly surprising aspect of my personality. Look at me trying to sell how surprising I am. <laughs> Do you find <laughs> that means that when you're with, in a relationship, the, your partner doesn't often realise that actually you'd quite like the soppy romantic stuff and they think, oh, Sarah's too cool for that, but deep down you love all that shit? No, I think I'm sailing. I think I'm far too high on the whole thing and there has to be the equal and opposite reaction. Like I think I'm a junk. I think I'm a junkie, which is part of why I've chosen the person that I've chosen. Oh, oh excited. Wow. Well, okay. With that intro, uh, mm. I can reveal. <laughs> so once again, Chantel doesn't know who the couple is, but I have provided some clues. So I can tell you, Chantel, they got together in the glorious year that was... 2001. Oh, okay. what a year. What a year, guys. Well, time to be alive. <laughs> Let's set the scene. The Eden Project opens in Cornwall. Tony Blair is elected for a second term and Billie Eilish is born. Sarah Kendall turns seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all these elements, all these events influence the couple getting together but again we don't know that they didn't we don't know they didn't Mm, we don't know mm. they didn't yes this couple well what can i say we all wanted to be a guest 
at their wedding. These two were crazy with a Z in love. But Beyonce and Jay Z? <laughs> Oh, you don't know me at all. I was like, they got together way before 2001. (laughs) What is this? Oh, Christopher Guest and Liza Minnelli, the guest. Sorry, it took me a while, of course. Sorry. Great, 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 great. Wait, is it? Wait, no, it's not. Is it Christopher Guest? No. It's David, not Christopher Guest. David Guest. Christopher Guest is a comedian. Is a comedian. Yeah. If, him, if him and Jamie Lee ever split, why not? Go with Liza. <laughs> <laughs> David Guest. David, David Guest, Guest and Liza Minnelli. We got him. there. But I like how you all clapped when I said Christopher. Everyone, everyone was just going with it. Did you say Christopher? I said Christopher Guest. Oh, oh wow. I'm so, swept, cool. I'm so swept up in the moment. Yet again, I'm completely swept up in the moment. Oh, what an amazing couple of choices. This is so exciting. I'm so, so, so happy. I've been on Google all day. Like, I have just, I, I fell into a hole that I couldn't climb out of. I oh. was, and it was all meant to be, oh, you know, I should just refresh my memory. And uh, God, I ended up, I ended up looking at pictures of Liza Minnelli falling out of Studio 54 with Burt Reynolds. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, they did movies together. Like, it's just a, a trip into my unconscious mind. It was incredible. I mean, that is a wormhole. I, if I fall down, I never want to be rescued from. No, that's not no. kidding ourselves. No. So, what was it when we asked you to be on this podcast? What was it about David and Liza together and then falling apart? What was it that? What What is it about that you find so interesting? I love Liza Minnelli so much. I mean, if I'll be, you know, she's the one that I've sided within all of this. But I love her so much. And I'm such a fan of hers, and I can talk about her all day anyway. But this incredible failure of a relationship is just so on brand. Mm. I think that's what I love. That's what I, I love about her. I love that they gave it a go. And I also had this really vivid memory of walking past a, um, a news agent's and it, it, when the wedding took place, and it was Liza, David Guest, Michael Jackson, and yeah. Liz Taylor. Liz Taylor, yep. It's for me. It's like one of the most iconic wedding photos. It's, it's just such a hot mess, it's and incredible. everyone looks mad. Like yep. they, all, their faces are not human faces anymore. I know. <laughs> and it's her fourth husband, and it's never going to work. And everyone's like, "Oh, she marrying another gay guy?" And there was already all these problems with Michael Jackson. The whole thing. I just I, like, as you say, I can't climb out of it. I, yeah. I, 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 it's it's PhD worthy. Somehow in that picture, all four of them had the exact same color hair and the exact same color yeah. skin. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. And the same surgeon. Everyone had the same yeah, surgeon. It's so oh. It looks a bit like you know what the, you, there's this technology where you can get like a computer to make a dolphin skateboarding. Yes. Mm. yes. And it's like uncanny, but it's real, but it's not real. It's like that's what all their yeah. four faces are. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you've said to AI human wedding and ai <laughs> ai yeah. built human wedding and you're like what it's kind of what is that yeah those four faces that's my mount rushmore is that yeah. those four faces and in a way you're quite right that is the uh, the american 20th century of fame i yeah. think everything that you need to know about the 20th century and the film industry and fame is all there it's all there in that photograph I think they should have stopped weddings after that wedding. Yeah, it it was. You shouldn't have been allowed. Who the next person to have a wedding after that wedding should have been like, what is the point? But first of all, before we even get to this crazy couple meeting, we have to 
find out, well, what chance did they have in the first place? Oh, but is there some sort of machine that can calculate that? Yes, there is. Uh, yes, there is. It's called the astrology system. Oh, yes, the science of astrology. Go <laughs> the on. Si- the science of the science. sun and the stars. That is such an Aries thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, Liza, with a Z, yeah. she is born March 12th. She's a Pisces. Oh, isn't okay. she just, though? Oh. Isn't she just classic Piscean? David Guest, 11th mm. of May. A Taurus, baby. Taurus! He's a Taurus. The Taurus and the fish united. The bull right. and the fish. Yes, it all makes sense. Yes, another Taurus. gone. So you're yeah. talking your Taurus, aren't you? Yes, I'm May 9th. He's super close. So this is also going to let you, you're going to find out how suitable you are mm. if you should you get married to Liza Minnelli as well. <laughs> yeah. And there's time. There's, there's still there's time. time. There is always time. I saw her at the Oscars. There's time. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere, kids. <laughs> so, Sarah, according to the stars above that govern yeah. us all, yes. what percentage chance does mm. this relationship have? What do you think? Based on the Piscean and the Taurus. So, the Taurus. I've been in a relationship with a Taurus. I know. I know that. I know what you're dealing with there. And I've watched a lot of Liza's films, so I'm getting. I'm feeling like we're in the seventy percentile band. My son Ooh. is is a Piscean, so I think yeah. If I if I put my son in a relationship <laughs> with one of my exes, I'd give them about seventy percent. Seventy percent. Okay. Seventy percent. Interesting. Chantel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go low just to make this more interesting. Let's keep it interesting. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go super. I'm gonna go like fifteen percent just for shits and gigs. Okay. Well, so according to their astrological charts, this relationship is based on love and full of it while it lasts. They both crave mm. romance and beauty in their lives, and will mm. do anything that is needed to keep the beauty going between them. Well, that's for sure. Taurus, David, will give their Pisces, Liza, a chance to connect to the real world, showing them how to ground their creativity, while Pisces, Liza, will lift up Taurus, David, and make them a little bit softer and more flexible. Yes, yes, yes. Is this ringing true? If they savour their trust and nurture the beauty of love they share, their relationship can last and be as inspiring as a dream coming true. It was a dream come true for 16 months. I think we can <laughs> all like we can all agree on that. have a percentage coming. I think it's going to be a good one. 88%. So. Wow. It's meant to be. It's meant oh, to be. The science of astrology once again. <laughs> I'm starting to right. out now. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That's incredible. Based on what I've been reading today, I don't think you could have least described their relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. Well, you know, they did, they worked together in a very creative way while they were together. It wasn't a very long time, but maybe certain aspects of that were true just for a short period of time. For a short amount of time. Yes, yes. There was a huge amount of litigation following them working together, but they did work. That's the real passion came. That's that's passion, yeah. beauty of divorce. That 10 million lawsuit, that was, (laughs) that's that's the passion. That's That's the passion. 
Yeah. Well, so let's do a little deep dive into the relationship back, right? So, yeah. I mean, Liza's back. <laughs> oh, God, Grania. Oh, my God. going to whip out a 15-volume tome by the Liza Minnelli is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just think there's a film called Judy. Maybe if you want to stop the podcast. <laughs> That'll give you one aspect of it. <laughs> I mean, for the first, like, 12 years of her life. So, you know, you have to think about coming into this relationship. You know, she is the daughter of Judy Garland and Vincent Minnelli. Mm -hmm. She is Hollywood royalty. Like, forget Kate Hudson. Yeah, it doesn't get any higher than that. It does not get any higher than that. Just to say, Gonya, I never forget Kate Hudson. (laughs) Watch yourself, all right? We've all bought the gym gear. How are we going to forget? Thank you. Liza Minnelli is the only Oscar winner whose parents both are Oscar winners. That's a fun little pub quiz fact to know, guys. Keep that one in your trap. Yeah, I'm already fishing around my head going, that can't be possible. (laughs) Same here. I'm going to prove Grant you're wrong. I'm like, Angelina Jolie, John Voight, no, that's a blank, no. Damn her mother not being an actress. Right, go on. So her parents obviously got divorced. Her dad, Vincent, like he did marry again and have other children, but he's sort of like a homosexual man. Then her mother obviously had a lot of like substance issues. She got remarried again several times. She's got, she had to work to support herself from a very young age. She had a rocky start in life and maybe not a lot of like stories like clear role models of how a healthy relationship would work. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard it put like that, but now you say it. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, she used to like her and, and Judy, they would stay in hotels and then they wouldn't be able to pay. So they'd have to put all their clothes on. And then Judy used to threaten to jump out the window when she couldn't pay her bills and be like, you don't want this hotel to be the hotel that Dorothy dies in. That's incredible. Honestly, you never have to pay for a hotel again. She's right. (laughs) Why haven't I thought of that? Every time I've been in a hotel with my kids, I've been paying like a chump. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Use it. The Judy rule. I'm into it. (laughs) I had no idea that her mother got went that broke. I didn't know it got that bad. She, I mean, first of all, like artists from that period, like they weren't, they're idiots. Like Judy and the contracts Garland. they signed were so exploitative oh, God. Mm. Judy was on speed all the time. She's not going to be yeah. looking through the fine print. She really no, that's wasn't. true. But so also we... a lot of those stars back then, we, now we go, oh, you're bipolar or, oh, you're having a manic episode. Whereas back then they were just like, ah, I just need a drink and I'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think the poor buggers, they really were all self-medicating and they didn't have the language for it. Oh, look at me, or getting all sensitive. Like I remember, you know, reading a thing about when Frank Sinatra and Ava Gardner broke up and how mad they were. But they were, like, they both did seem to have what appears to be, you know, bipolar disorder. Um, but they yeah. they were just like, we're just passionate. <laughs> we're crazy um, into each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel quite blessed that we actually have labels and names for this stuff now. Uh... I think- they help. used to just say, it would just be like, oh, Judy's got extra moxie today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so poor Liza, she's obviously 
going to it's she's gonna it's gonna be hard for her to have you know sort of what we would consider like a healthy relationship what does that even mean anyway so she had other she had plenty of boyfriends people she's dated she's dated loads of like sons of famous people that seems to be a, a, a real Desi Arnaz Jr. She she dated, and there was a big age gap there at the time, uh, Lucille Ball's son. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that feels very tricky about Liza Minnelli is that I feel like her energy is, it's like crack cocaine to gay men, but it, does, it, does, it doesn't feel like it's a straight energy for straight men. That's kind no, of what right, I imagine yeah. is the dating conundrum for yeah, very uh, Liza so. Minnelli is that, that's just something that's so queer about her whole... She's so, a very any... camp. She's just naturally incredibly camp. And straight men don't really go for that. And she's never really done like a sexual... I mean, I know there's camp... I don't want to get too deep into this, but she's yeah. never come across as a real like... You could say Cher's quite camp, but Cher's at least been like quite sexual throughout her right, career, you know? Right. So that, that, where yeah. I don't feel like Liza ever really did that somehow. I mean, even Cabaret's so not sexy in it, you know what I mean? She never really, she never put her sexuality forward, it doesn't feel like. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's the same, like, even Kylie Minogue is a queer yeah. icon, but straight but men, wanna, straight oh, men yeah. want to sleep with her too. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. But there's something about Liza that you go, I can't see a straight guy getting and I don't know what that is I I can't I haven't thought about this deeply enough to identify what that is but I imagine that would be the hugest problem with being Liza Minnelli and dating it explains a lot of her husband's yeah yeah I mean that's quite a strike rate yeah Yeah. so she dated Desi Arnaz she dated Rock Brinner son of Yul Brinner oh yeah I bet he was handsome Really? She dated Peter Sellers for a little bit, Martin Scorsese Ooh. for a bit. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Tick. Well, this is one of my favourite quotes, uh, and it's the gayest sentence ever, and I just love it. <laughs> Andy Warhol, in a 1978 diary entry, recalled Minnelli arriving at Halston's house mm-hmm. and imploring the host to <laughs> give me every drug you've got. Oh, God, I want to be at that fucking party why am i here oh, in my bedroom in 2022 uh, andy warhol holston and manelli give me every drug you got you know when people talk about time traveling and going back and killing hitler and stuff i would time travel to that that is my level of social responsibility i would totally. time travel to that party and join yes, in that is your hitler baby <laughs> <laughs> What an incredible party. That's the other thing. As soon as you delve into Liza Minnelli, you suddenly, it's like Bianca Jagger on a white horse in a nightclub. Yeah, they're all connected. Truman Capote standing there laughing it up with, you're like, what? How did you all end up in the same room with a horse? I know. And it's all people that you kind of forget were alive at the same time. Yeah, 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 the crossover. Like, Tennessee Williams was there? He was alive then. It's all these people. You're like, what? I can't believe they all existed together. Yeah, and also people on the sort of shabby downswing. Like, you know, Liz Taylor was starting to look a bit rough. But, you know, she would be there with, like... Gina Rowland's be hanging around somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's incredible. Incredible scene. And then, like, RuPaul Charles will be there. Oh, yeah, young RuPaul, a young and RuPaul. And then you'll be, be like, there. oh, yeah. He was, he was there in the 70s, yeah. He's like, oh, he's old enough to have been there. Yeah, they're, all, yeah. they're all connected. Yeah, and Grace Jones. Surpri- like, oh, I'm like, definitely. She's sort of there somewhere in the, the mix. It is it is like just going to bed eating too much cheese and going, just dream about some celebrities yeah. in a room. And your brain would come up with Studio 54. 
Well, so these are the people she's dated, but uh, let's have a look at the marriages that she entered into before she met our hero. So she married Peter Allen in 1967. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. She was introduced to Peter. So he was Ozzy. Yes, one of mine. (laughs) I'll take that. Yes, I'll take that. Yes, he's one of mine. And he was a prodigy of Judy Garland. So 67, uh, they got married. Then obviously they divorced in 1974. This is what Liza says about their time together. I married Peter and he didn't tell me he was gay. (laughs) (laughs) They never do. This is fucking hard. You gotta ask. It is heartbreaking though. It's the 60s, man. It was tough. So she continued. She says, everybody knew but me. And I found out. Well, let me put it this way. I'll never surprise anybody coming home as long as I live. I call <laughs> oh, first. Liza. Oh. oh, I bet there's a lot of love there. There, Peter. Peter loved Liza, and Liza loved Peter, just not in that way. But also, even the laziest of psychologists would go, "Well, yes, you've married your father, and that yeah. has played out exactly <laughs> how your brain wanted that to play out. You married oh, the gay man, Liza. and he is yes. I mean, this is this is all very basic stuff here. Yeah, one on one. So, so yeah. they split up, but they. They remained good friends and he yeah, passed away in, in the 90s and she you know she said very sweet words about them they always stayed in each other's life so they divorced also him. peter allen is just ex- like, sorry to interrupt there but he was fucking extraordinary like, he, he sort of like anytime i watch any clips of his stuff like I, and like the boy from oz is amazing but he is also just one of those talents that is Another one, like, I can't get over how many mind-boggling talents came out all at the same time mm. in that in that particular patch of history. You're like, oh, that's another one of the most talented singer, dancer, performer, but, you know. Sorry, I just interrupted to say that just no, because she, I am, I am a got, huge fan. She Lies has good, good taste. taste. She's got good she taste. She does. Yeah. She does. No, well, we will see. actually we'll David Guest. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to set it up for later. Jeez. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. (laughs) So that in 1974, she gets married for the second time to producer and director Jack Haley Jr. So again, son of, son son of, son of, Chantal, who do you think he's the son of? Jack Haley. Is it a Bill Haley? Nice, nice try. I think that's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah, it is a tough question. Yeah. So his dad, Jack Haley, was the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I always fancied the Tin Man. He had a good um, he had a good nose, good bow structure. I always mm. thought he was a bit of a looker. Mm. And good I think this is something so innocent and like rom- you just knew she loved that idea. So bear in mind that her mother died five years before this marriage takes place so just imagine like the rom- mm. the romance of it you know her mother was dorothy his dad was the tin man there's something the very man. very sweet about it yeah i feel like this is a, a human who's never been properly held and caught in any sort of emotional crisis and uh, sort of fishing around the cinematic history sort of going that feels like 
a home maybe yeah um, totally yeah it's it is it's 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 heartbreaking so then they get divorced in 1979 but again stay on very good terms then in 1970 so she goes from marriage to marriage then she, in she does di- i like it she doesn't waste any time she does not waste time she gets married to sculptor and stage manager manager mark jero and they stay together until 1992 how many wow. years? How many years is that one? That's, that's the like longest. Yeah, so that's like thirteen years. Oh, okay. That's that's the longest of all of them, right? And that's the very much the one that's kept out of the spotlight. He doesn't. There's very little press. It's very boring. Boring. <laughs> yeah, go on. Which <laughs> is sculptor. So it's good, good with his hands. Yes, good with his hands. Satisfied. Nice. Do we so, know why they broke up or unimportant? Just they privately split. It's probably think... not in the spotlight enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically, was I'm just wondering, was he gay as well? That's what yeah. I'm trying to find out. I don't <laughs> think he's he... meet her ex-husband. It doesn't. According to the internet, he was he, he, that wasn't the issue. So... I reckon she just needed she needed to get back in the spotlight. It drive a person like that mad. Yeah, totally. Quiet life with a sculptor? No thanks. Uh, I mean, sculptors. That, there's something so like 1980s film. Isn't there a bit? Ma- the minute you said he was a sculptor, I just presumed he was an asshole because they're always yeah. assholes in films. They're always pretentious <laughs> assholes. No one's ever. No one's ever a funny sculptor. No. Okay. So, meanwhile, in 1953, a little kid called David Guest has been born. There so we don't is. know as much about David Guest dating back catalogue as we do about Liza just that he grew up in California his dad was in investments and as a teenager he hung out with a little kid you may have heard of him Michael Jackson he had his first girlfriend at 17 Latoya Jackson oh Um, (laughs) okay um, he was a, a manager, a music manager, and then he got into producing specials because that's his big uh, speciality, sort of producing big sort of comeback live shows, televised concerts, that sort of thing. So Guest and Monelli first meet each other in the 80s at a Frank Sinatra concert, but maybe they're <sighs> different times in their life. So they sort of go, meet, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They had in d- different direction, but then they are reintroduced in 2001 by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And cool, I cool, trust cool. that guy when it comes to dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is... Uh... <laughs> I didn't realise that they met the year they got... I'm sorry, reintroduced, whatever, the year they got married. Mm. I knew it was fast. I didn't know it was that fast. I mean, That's well, no, there's a lot. There's a lot. It's it's very much, we're entering the montage stage of their relationship. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Also, there is an age gap there, isn't there? Is there not? So, there's so there, yeah, there's like a, she's, I think, nine years older than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was more yeah. than that. Oh, okay. At the time, Minelli was suffering from medical problems. She had weight problems. And obviously, during a lot of this period, she's struggling with substance abuse, depression you know she's got she's got things going on got a lot of things going on so this is how uh david describes them meeting each other he said jackson wanted minnelli to sing jackson was having this big concert i didn't want her he said i was adamant but michael said you got every one of your wishes so i said let's send my conductor and see if she can sing my conductor calls me and he said she can really sing but she's big. She's really big. And she sweats. And she walks with a walker. 
Imagine fucking David Guest going, well, let's see if Liza can sing. Let's see if Liza Minnelli can sing. Piece of shit. (laughs) So he calls round to her house just to check how she is, you know, if she's good enough to appear on the Michael Jackson specials. I went (laughs) to the door. I didn't look at the body. I looked at those eyes and that nose. And a week later, we were living together. Oh. Wow. Can I just quickly ask? If you had to request Liza Minnelli sings any Michael Jackson song on a, on a special, which song would you like to see Liza Minnelli wheeled out to sing? Dirty Diana. Oh, nice. That's a mess. That's a hot mess. <laughs> right. I would yeah. say Man in the Mirror because I feel she'd turn into this like epic, <laughs> yeah. she'd cry. Oh, yeah, it'd be incredible. Do you know what? I'm going to say Thriller. Imagine her oh, doing thriller. Thriller would be good. <laughs> thriller would oh be real my good. God, that just that the the, the alto voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she'd okay, do the okay. dance moves. She'd have fun with the kids. She would. She would. She would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, continue. Sorry. So he's so this again, Dave Guest talking about this this time. She was two hundred and forty-nine pounds. I put her on a diet. She lost oh. hundred and forty pounds. Let's just say that was the golden period. Oh. Golden period when I when I have her on a diet, which I guarantee was supplement based. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I'm already thinking he he laced her dinner with a tapeworm. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think this is quite telling. The next thing he says is, "I could see that there was a little girl who needed to be loved. I fell for her right away." Mm, he's sounding pretty gay right now. Yeah, that's not how straight guys talk about that. Uh, no, a certain type of straight man. But, yeah, but not this yeah. one. <laughs> no, 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 no. So apparently within 48 hours, the couple had said to each other, I love you. Jeez Louise, oh my God, what are they on, Love is Blind? Oh I my love God. It. I imagine that it, imagine, oh, far out, that'd just be incredible to watch. I think I'm falling in love with you. I think I'm falling in love with you. You mad son of a bitch, I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> Wait a minute, you two, crazy son of a gun. <laughs> I bet she said something like, God damn it, I hate you. I'm falling in love with you, David. Yes! I know. <laughs> and then he said, You're a real pistol, aren't you? <laughs> You're a real pistol, fatso, but me too. <laughs> you got spunk. I like spunk, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so Liza says she was smitten. She decided because of his love to get well. And she, she said at the time, I'm the kind of woman who can only go so far without somebody saying, come on, you can make it. And that's what David did. He said, you can do anything. So he was supportive. <laughs> Except about eight. her weight loss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can do anything. You can do it. You don't need to eat. You don't need that. Yeah. yeah. You can just feast on our love. That's all you need. So as I said, a week later, they're living together. Then in December, David proposes with a 3.5 carat Tiffany Diamond. That same month, Minnelli relapses. Yikes. Yeah. So she goes into treatment and then she says, I have a man who loves me. I thrive in it. I'm alive. I nearly died, but now I'm dancing my buns off. Oh, these people are just, <laughs> they should not be allowed out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a gal in love. I've got a guy who thinks I'm swell. If there's one thing I know, 16. I know that love can fix anything. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, love's going to fix this. Yep. 
So, uh, so you mentioned a time machine uh, earlier, Sarah. What we'd like to do at this portion, while they're while a couple are at their height, you get a phone call, and it's not just a phone call; it's a time machine, and it's yeah. Liza and David. They're yeah. in town for just one night, and yes. you're going out in the town. What do you imagine mm-hmm. a night out in the town with Liza and David? Okay, so we go to, is it Radio City Hall? Is that what it's called? Radio City Music Hall, yeah. Radio City Music Hall, okay. And I'm only saying that because I remembered watching a documentary about her and she had a show coming up. And for the week, I love this story, for the week leading up to it, she lay down in the room and just fell asleep in all these different patches in the room to get really comfortable and inhabit it and not be afraid because it was so huge. So she'd be like lying down in all these different areas of the audience. Anyway, look, that's not important. (laughs) We'd go and see see Liza. Yeah. And then afterwards we'd go for supper at the Russian Tea Room. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and we'd walk in and be like Sidney Pollack and Dustin Hoffman and he'd be like punking John Voight, you know, like as Tootsie Mm. and he'd trick John Voight. He'd be like, it's me. (laughs) It's me, it's Dustin. (laughs) I'm going to win the Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm kind of 20 years out of whack with the timescale of all this. And uh, we'd have dinner there and then we'd end up back at, oh, whose house would we end up back at? Maybe Grace, Grace Jones's house for some drinks in the evening. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we'd hit the Coke and we'd go on a Coke binge and we'd be absolutely nosebleed high like within 36 hours and then we'd all go back in. We'd go separately into rehab and we'd all get better. And then, how, when does the story stop? Because I will keep... <laughs> I this mean, is meant to be. Also, it was one night when they were together in the two thousands. For some reason, everyone's from the eighties. I'm into it. I, <laughs> I like it better. I have been on Google all day, all day, like twelve hours of Liza Google. It's a great night out. This and, and it goes for a long time. I see time. a movie. <laughs> this could be a talkie. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of like David very earnestly telling Liza, you look beautiful. You look beautiful. Yeah. And her getting really yeah. serious and like, do I? Do I? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And you'd have to go, you look, you've never looked more beautiful. Yeah. And then he'd kiss her on the mouth in a way that made everyone mm, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'd, he'd make a one of show those... of like, he'd make yeah. a show of doing it in front of people, like kissing her. Every time they walk into yeah. your room, yeah. he'd like applaud her, small, hand to the small of her back, and then make a big deal of kissing her on the mouth yeah. in front yeah. of everyone once. So they could all see. Very Michael Jackson and Priscilla, the music awards. Yes, it, it, it is up there in the top five worst public kisses of all time. It's worth yeah. a Google. Listeners, it's worth a Google. Mm-hmm. Them kissing is, uh, it's a masterclass in how not to kiss. Mm. Uh, it's like their mouths do- are like fighting each other. Like. <laughs> uh, so Sarah you watched the documentary Ruby Wax of them mm. in their, their dating pomp phase what was your favourite moment from it the fish and chip shop the fish and Liza Minnelli and also the fact that they were both wearing that sort of sculpting makeup where they they finished their foundation at the jawline oh, yes. they did but that weird jawline thing Yeah, they did the jawline thing but I think he was doing it too Oh I'm, yeah, his yeah. is way worse as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stopped the foundation in in a line to make mm. the appearance of a distinction between chin and neck. And they went into a fish and chip shop, and they were just so on. And I remembered, like, when I was watching, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I remembered thinking, of course, if if you're Liza Minnelli and you can comfortably do a fifteen thousand seat, you can do Madison Square Gardens. You can't take that human being and put them in a fish and chip shop and expect them to be normal or know how yeah. to be. She's she's not one of us. Yeah. You know, 
It is very yeah. Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, circa yeah. 1938, but it's yeah. in a chip shop in Does yeah. she start singing? London. Yeah, she does. She does. And then she's like, I'll get behind the counter. And then she's like pretending to work behind the counter. I can completely imagine this. Yeah, I don't think these people are built for life. They're not built for life as, as we know. That's the, you know, they are exceptional human beings. Mm. Well, speaking of exceptional human beings, we finally got to the most famous wedding in world history. So <laughs> this was after 18 months of being together. Yeah. 18 months, a year and a half. There's yeah. 850 guests. That's smaller than I thought. That's actually less. That's smaller. I thought it'd be bigger. So Liza wore a Bob Mackie, a Bob Mackie gown. Of course she um, fucking did. She had two matrons of honour, Elizabeth Taylor and our cabaret co-star, Marissa Berenson. Then uh, David had two best men, Michael and Tito Jackson. They had 13, 13 bridesmaids, including Petula Clark, Mia Farrow, Janet Leigh, Gina Lollabridge, Esther Williams, Shaka Khan and, iconically, Martin McCutcheon. Oh, that was my favourite part of Marty McCutcheon. Explain. How did she get an invite? What's going on? Marty's so, a very charming girl. So apparently yeah, they'd met sure. at a nightclub. They got on really well. And then in an interview, she was like, yeah, me and Liza Minnelli just became best friends. The singer Maya was also a bridesmaid. She had said Brilliant. she'd only met Minnelli twice before the wedding. She said everyone was dressed <laughs> in diamonds and furs. It was incredible. I think Liza just like in, just invited like the last thirty people she saw yeah. to as to yeah. be her bridesmaid. Give yeah. me Maya. I saw her last week. Give me that Maya yeah. girl. And I was like, who the fuck are you? You don't know Maya. She'll be a bridesmaid. No one's gonna say no. She, okay. And they all just turned up. <laughs> this is excellent. I feel like Liza walked through Blockbuster Video and went <laughs> that person and that person. <laughs> Uh, someone in my movie. Yeah, yeah, them. Uh, cabaret, that one. It was that movie. Yeah, yeah, her. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I, I still am like, Martin McCutcheon being a bridesmaid at this wedding. I'll never forget it. It's incredible. Yeah, that is. That's a real She'll achievement. She'll always have that story. Martine will always have that story. She will die with the story of being her bridesmaid. You can't top it. So well done, Martine. Yeah, yeah. So during the ceremony, after saying I do, Minnelli declared, Davish, you don't even have to live life without me. While her husband replied, can I kiss you then? Uh, and then yep. this is how various people describe this kiss. <laughs> the viewers, Joy Bahar, said he sucked her lips right out of her face. Oh. And then another guest at the wedding said, I have been to many weddings, but I have never seen a kiss like that before. Who was that? And who was that? <laughs> who was that? Uh, who was that? I think it might be uh, the 900th president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. There Mr. You Donald go. Trump. He knows a wedding. It comes to something if your behaviour offends Donald Trump. Donald that guy, Trump. I mean, that guy has set the bar for what is considered offensive. Oh. And even he turned away in horror. He, he went, gee, that's a bit much. Yeah, God, guys, guys. <laughs> they did a big exclusive, obviously, for OK, uh, mm. for, the, for the wedding, and they planned to adopt four children. That's so healthy. <laughs> David Guest said, Liza is going to be the gracious mother you've ever met. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why are they both so bonkers? Yeah. Cut your teeth, oh, cut your teeth on getting a fish. 
don't know how that goes. Don't just start with four children. Yeah, seriously. Keep a plant alive. It's like, it's like AA. Keep a plant alive for a year right, and see yeah. where you're at. Yeah, start with a succulent and then build up from Work there too. up. Maybe adopt one child. Yeah, try one. So and this was a very, it, you know, their whole thing, it was so intense. It was so big. And it wasn't just that they were married. He was her manager and he was very, she was promoting. She was having a comeback. She was mm. uh, having a new tour. She released a new album. But I remember, like, I remember when these two were together, this was all happening. Everybody was so cynical about it. And there was just, that maybe I really wanted them to last. Like, I really yeah. was like, I just want, because they seemed so, everything was just so, like, naive and, like, they mm. were, like, two theatre kids getting married. And I think I just, I really, really wanted it to work. There was something well matched about them because they were both so crackers. Yes, yes. But also I think when you sort of go, this looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, walks mm. like a duck, it's probably a duck, yeah. your brain does kind of delight in the possibility maybe it's not a duck. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe against all evidence, two lunatics can actually love each other and make it work. But this was exactly what it looked like. This was yeah. absolutely what it looked like. Uh, as we saw uh, within 16 months, I think is the <laughs> time. Well, well so as they got married, uh, you know, there was a lot of like, p- people struggled to take them seriously as a couple. Elton John joked at the time, he was asked, what would he do if he had like a million pound or <laughs> a million pound? I'm sure he's got more than a million pound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he joked, if he had a lot of money, he would buy Liza a heterosexual husband. Oh, Elton, Elton. he's such a bitch. Oh, Oh. he knows, he knows, though. I mean, he knows. He knows, yeah. And sadly, he knew something wasn't quite right because in July 2003, they announced their separation. Oh. So, yeah. What did they give us the reason? I actually forget what they... Was there one? It was just good old irreconcilable. What happens afterwards is Guest quite quickly alleges that Manelli was rough with him, that she would go into these alcohol-induced rages during their marriage and that he would attack her. He said, on stage, don't go near her. She's the best performer in the world. But when alcohol comes in, start running because there's a demon there and it goes back to her childhood. Can I say what what I... I I don't want to sort of spot but he also was a secret he had a massive gambling habit as well so oh, did he? i didn't see yeah. that yes so i mean i'm i'm putting two and two together here and going he walked away from this marriage going this could be quite litigious this is just what i'm assuming from what mm-hmm. i read that uh he walked away and he he did have secret debts and he's like i got to get go sure some money here that money. got to get some money here yeah and then the, allegedly, the accusation allegedly all allegedly, well, but allegedly, yeah, he, allegedly. He, he was a gambler. Apparently he was a gambler, yeah. So so he says, you know, in accusations that he was a gold digger, he said that it was ridiculous. I put up the first two nights for the concert, Liza's Back, thinking if you can pack them for the first two nights, by the time the reviews come out, she'll be able to sell tickets. At the time, he said, I didn't care. It was It's my wife. Nobody, nobody would have done that for somebody unless they loved them. I'm going to interject here and say that uh, I've been a live performer for like 20 years. I've never done any promoting. But if you said, Sarah, do you reckon you can promote Liza Minnelli's upcoming shows? <laughs> Even I 
could make money out of that. You don't have to be an impresario to sell tickets to fucking Liza Minnelli's live show. Oh, what a genius. He packed them in after two nights. I know. People are going to fucking remortgage their home to go and see that. It's not like an Edinburgh preview in Leicester. I was going to say, it's like, it's like he's outside flyering for some reason. I know. He's acting like... He's acting like he discovered Andy Kaufman or something. <laughs> She'd been Hollywood royalty her whole life and you were like, yes, well, I was so clever I could sell tickets to her live show. <laughs> Minnelli, in return, alleged that Guest tried to poison her. He, literally? Tried... Or does she mean, like, mentally poison her? Does she mean literally I think, tried like, to poison I think, like, literally, like, he literally tried to poison her. Okay. Then guest <laughs> he kind of put strychnine in my cherry. <laughs> <laughs> there is something very old school. It's isn't so it? old school. Yeah. You know, she it's meant incredible. like strychnine or cyanide or something. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> my highball tastes kind of squiffy. <laughs> I know Webs if she makes me crazy, but not this crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Girls, I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, I could do this all then night. He, <laughs> he our producer hates to... us, but I could do this all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then guest countersued again said that Minnelli had gave him herpes. You mean metaphorically, though? Or actual herpes? <laughs> is, this, is this like the poisoning thing? Like, yeah. do you mean... You mean literally? I don't think you can spend that much time yes. at Studio 54 and, and not have something. some have, have some STI. I would still sleep with Liza Minnelli. I'd just go, well, yeah, I'll take the hit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. If you don't have herpes, have you really been to have Studio you, 54? Right, have you lived? Have you lived? That's what I'm saying. Have you done it with the horse at Studio 54? <laughs> That's right. And not walked away with equine herpes? I don't think so. Worth a cold sore, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what Guest said. Uh, so finally, the divorce uh, proceedings dragged out until 2017 when it was finalised. Jesus. And Guest said about this in 2004, I will always love her. Would we still be together if she hadn't started drinking again? Absolutely. Does that mean he misses her? Not at all. It was a period the Liza and David period. Mm, nah, none of this is sounding normal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Is that how you describe like ex relationships? Yeah, oh yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyone? Also, anyone who goes, I'll always be in love with them. I'm like, you never loved them in the first place. Totally. No one breaks. No one breaks up and says that. You can you can no. think fondly of them, or they always have. I always care for them, but not, I'll always be in love with them. Ah. That's a really weird way to talk about an ex. Yeah, especially after bullshit. what thirteen year long separation battle. You were in love with her so much that you fought every tooth and nail in court to try and get everything. While she was in a wheelchair with encephalitis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you showed that's a lot. Love. Of, that's a lot of care that you've shown for her. Yeah. yeah. Well, Liza never really spoke about her marriage after the divorce like mm. would not speak about it and in lots of interviews they tried to bring it up and she would just change the subject wouldn't talk about him what she did say in an interview in 2012 if you even hear i'm getting married hit me over the head and take me out of there <laughs> why can't she talk like i just love that's there's so many fun in that 
I can't believe that. Get me out of there. And you know, everything she says is followed with that raspy cackle she has. Oh, Every single sentence is followed yeah. with that. Yeah, and then she'd and break then into she, a spiritual. And then she breaks into song, yeah. Get out of your troubles. Come on, get happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, she tap dances away. <laughs> just relentless. Utterly relentless. Oh, Smack so me over the head with one of my Oscars. <laughs> we're we're for the judgment day. Oh, God. I just... I want to inhale her. Oh, God. I want to do a line of Liza. Same. (laughs) So I think we are heading towards the big question of the podcast. Mm. And call me, call me psychic. I've been known. (laughs) I've been known to feel things in my water. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a feeling which way this is going to fall. I but... think I know which answer Sarah's going to give us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we, we going to proceed? I mean... <laughs> we have to, we have to. We have to follow tradition, sure. as Liza well would want us to. Sure. In every split, yes. there is somebody that you're you're really happy has got out of it, and there's somebody that you're like, oh, I hope they're okay. You're, is there somebody who you think have come into their best self afterwards, and you think somebody has left their best self behind? So in the great split mm. between Liza Minnelli and David Guest, who thrived and who simply survived. Okay, here's how we're going to do this. I'm on stage and a shaft of light comes down on me, <laughs> right? And I'm wearing like a hat, like a tr- like Bob Fosse hat, you know, a little yeah. trilby. And then I, I sort of slink over to David Guest and I go, bye, bye, my leave farewell, my... You get where this is going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how we're going to do it. And uh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He only survived. Although I can't, I, I think something, I think we have to give some lip service mm. to thanks to this marriage happening. We did get David Guest in Celeb Big Brother, which was <laughs> incredible. It was It amazing. gave us one of the most iconic moments when David Bowie died and his ex-wife said David died, the author David, mm. all that stuff. It was mm. very important. It had not been for this marriage and this wedding Probably not for them. If they hadn't broken up, I don't think he'd have been in there. It was really important. So we must give him his his, his due. That's that true. Was a, that was an amazing pop culture moment. And these are two kooks. Let's not kid ourselves. Totally two little eccentric. As you would say, granted, and two odd socks. Two little odd socks. Yes. And it would, it was, they were never maybe, love that bright and pure. It, it's never going to last long, but it feels like, you know, obviously he's passed away, but he had you know this last decade where he really felt like he got the attention and the spotlight that you know he would never have had haven't been for lies and he seemed very you know happy and he was in celebrity big brother and he was in the i'm a celebrity Mm -hmm. so you know he had a lovely little epilogue yeah it's very true exactly thanks to this time together all that hanging out with michael jackson didn't do it for him all it took was finally marrying lies and he got what he wanted it's true. And he did come across well in his final he decade. Did. He, he did. To give credit, like, you know, if you sort of go, all humans have the potential for growth, there did seem to be a, something about him that did seem to come across well and, and, and sort of land with the British public, certainly. Mm. But still, Liza is the winner. Oh, by Liza. Uh, <laughs> by <laughs> <a> big... <laughs> country, <laughs> 
I mean, which one is still alive? Do you know what I'm saying? So she is literally thriving. So we've been speaking a lot about uh, legends. We've got a final question for you that involves a personal uh, favourite legend of the podcast. Another legend. Not not dissimilar to uh, Miss Liza Minnelli. She has been mentioned already. Um, but she's unbelievably also a single lady. And we, as we always say, we don't think that she necessarily needs somebody, that she just deserves to be loved. Gender is not an issue. Whether the person is taken is not an issue. None of these things matter. But can you, Sarah, can you think of someone who you think is up to the standards of the one, the only, Cher? Oh. Oh, that's really hard. I mean, it could be Liza. <laughs> Just saying, she's right there. <laughs> I know, but that feels like it's not a good answer. Too, yeah, it feels no. too. It feels like two magnets. They would repel. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, I mean, Nicolas Cage. I mean, uh, it's not the most creative answer, but it's not a wrong answer, though. It's. I like that because I feel like they've both they've known each other a long time. Yeah, and they and were fucking amazing in Moonstruck. <gasps> Chemistry city between those two. But also, I feel like he's sort of come out the other end of his stardom, and he's now entering that phase where he can do the ironic nod to the previous version of Nicolas Cage, yeah. and that's sort of where Cher got to, where she was doing ironic nods to public Cher. Sure. So there does feel to there, there does feel like there is some sort of confluence in how their stardom has evolved. It's just very hard to not come up with the name of a gay man, really. Uh, I know. Well, uh, as we say, you can have a gay man, but you know, I, yeah, I think... but I want her to get some. You know. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I, I would like. You don't she... want her to go through what Liza went through. Well, yeah, and she doesn't. Yeah. See, she doesn't seem to be gay or bi. So I'm like, well, if she's straight, then I would like her to have have a man who she wants to and have that physical. There. Yeah, I and. Oh, look, I know it's not the most creative answer I've given, but I'm looking at all the, uh, like, I'm, I'm sort of thinking about the other people who've been, I've, I just, it feels like a good, but then it's because of No, it's Moonstruck. good. I'm into it. No, Don't stress no, so much. Good. I have it's a bad good. feeling Sarah's going to call us like four in the morning. I thought it's someone better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. No. I, I don't know why I'm thinking that it has to be a similar age either. Like, you know, this is a, I'm showing no flexibility of thought here. It's, you've done very well. You, I mean, besides, we've you, been through you, a lot you. with uh, with Liza and and David today. Mm, I've exhausted myself. I'm spent. I've got nothing left. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this, though, Sarah. We do appreciate it. We've left you sort of as deflated. It seems like. Yeah, I don't think I've done a good job. <laughs> you have. She'd be Kurt Sure Cage. Exactly, Sure Cage would be great. She finally gets a last name. Sarah, where can our listeners find you? Have you got anything coming up? that uh, you're excited about no i have nothing good on the horizon um but thanks for highlighting that at the end of thanks i crashed it on my answer and now we've just we're just telling the listener i've not really got much going on Uh, well you've got your show on sky i've got my show on sky uh frayed uh which which can be watched and i'm uh, i'm back gigging i'm doing a lot of gigs at the moment um where can we find your gigs where can they find out information on well i don't know when does this go out It'll be going out probably in about three weeks. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll tweet stuff. I tweet about gigs that I have coming up. Twitter, a little website called Twitter. Yeah, you might have, <laughs> you might have heard of it. Little little Elon Musk side hustle called Twitter. If Kanye West hasn't bought it, yeah. by then, <laughs> check out Twitter. Oh, jeez. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so 
email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they were. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.